Welcome to the Singapore Management University podcast series, where we feature the latest insights and perspectives from our faculty. Many of us use Google Maps for our daily commute, especially when we are exploring new places. Through Google Maps, we can easily find routes that provide access via various means such as driving, public transport and walking. However, persons with disabilities who travel around in wheelchairs might face difficulties finding barrier-free access paths for their first and last mile travel needs. In this podcast, Assistant Professor Tan Hui Xian from SMU School of Information Systems shares more about her ongoing work in the Smart Barrier-Free Access Project. The project uses passive, crowdsourced road accessibility information from wheelchair volunteers to map barrier-free access paths in Singapore. Professor, what inspired you to work on this project? In my workplace, I used to have a colleague who was wheelchair-bound. Through our interactions with him, we became more acutely aware of the inconveniences that wheelchair users face in their daily commute. For instance, whenever we were out with this colleague of ours, we either had to make long detours to get to the destination or spent an inordinate amount of time trying to find barrier-free access paths to get to destinations. This made us wonder, if most people utilise Google Maps to find routes via driving, walking or public transport, then why can't we have an equivalent version for persons with disabilities? In January 2018, together with our project partner Trampoline, which is a not-for-profit startup, we finally managed to officially kickstart the Smart BFA project. Smart BFA stands for Smart Barrier Free Access. This project is funded by the Toadbot Enabling Lives Initiative Grant with support from SG Enable. Through this project, we aim to find accessible paths all over Singapore and thus empower persons with disabilities in the way that they live, work, and play. It may not be very apparent to many of us, but wheelchair users can have limited options in their choice of workplaces because they have to spend longer travelling times, and it is especially inconvenient for them when it rains. What types of data do you collect in the Smart BFA project, and how do you put them all together? Smart BFA relies primarily on passive crowdsourced data from wheelchair volunteers to find accessible paths all over Singapore. We instrument wheelchairs with sensors such as GPS as well as IMU, which stands for Inertial Measurement Unit. The IMU combines accelerometer and gyroscope data together. The sensor data is sampled at very high frequencies and stored locally on the device. Data is then automatically uploaded to the backend servers for further processing only when the data collection device is connected to the internet via Wi-Fi. At the backend, the sensor data from all our wheelchair volunteers is analysed to provide information on the first and last mile road surface conditions. In any given trip, the first mile typically refers to the portion of the trip between the origin location, such as your home, to the public transportation node, such as the nearest bus stop from your home. The last mile refers to the portion of the trip between the public transportation node to the destination, which is when you get off the bus or the train and then walk to the destination. Besides the sensor data that are collected from the wheelchair users, we collect survey data from these users to find out more about their mobility difficulties in their daily lives. We are also in the process of working with different public agencies to obtain relevant third-party data to integrate into our project so as to provide a comprehensive one-stop information portal for persons with disabilities. What is the difference between passive and active crowdsourcing? 
Through crowdsourcing, we can obtain data about path accessibility from individuals such as wheelchair volunteers. There are two approaches in which we can crowdsource data, active or passive. In active crowdsourcing, users have to explicitly contribute data, for instance, by providing annotations on a map or by submitting images of inaccessible paths, such as steps and slopes. In passive crowdsourcing, the data is automatically generated by the sensors that are retrofitted on the user's wheelchairs without the need for active or explicit user input. There are many initiatives in the past that rely on active user contributions to provide information on building or path accessibility. However, active crowdsourcing can be unsustainable. For instance, if I were to ask anyone to help snap or upload a photo whenever they see an inaccessible feature, such as steps or slopes, they might be very enthusiastic about it within the first few days. However, after some time, their enthusiasm levels will wean off and they will contribute less photos thereafter. This is called user fatigue. In Smart BFA, we adopt a passive crowdsourcing approach whereby data is automatically collected in the background through our sensors as our volunteers travel around in their daily commute. This helps to reduce user fatigue. What challenges did you face during the project implementation? The project relies primarily on wheelchair volunteers who are willing to let us install sensor devices on their wheelchairs to collect data. Our biggest challenge is finding sufficient volunteers who are willing to participate in the project and thereby providing island-wide data coverage. These volunteers may have concerns about privacy or have misconceptions that they have to contribute actively in the project. Our second challenge is the technical complexity in processing and fusing very noisy data from both the GPS and the IMU sensor. We thus have to spend tremendous efforts to clean the data before we can even work on such analysis. The third and last challenge is that we now have accumulated an enormous amount of data and we need to refine our data pipeline process to improve the efficiency of storage and analysis. When do you plan to make the Smart Barrier Free app available to the public? We intend to release the public version of the Smart BFA app sometime this year in 2019. This app will allow persons with disabilities to find barrier-free paths between any two locations in Singapore. It will also be able to highlight inaccessible locations to the relevant authorities who can potentially do something about it. Beyond 2019, we hope to be able to provide such mapping consultancy services to other organisations so that we can ensure that our app is maintained, updated and usable for the public. What are your research plans in the near future? In recent years, my research focus has revolved around the use of technology to help the community and social sector. Beyond the Smart BFA project, I hope to study how technology can be used to enhance care and improve care efficiency in long-term care facilities, such as nursing homes and assisted living facilities. I am currently also exploring the use of technology to improve care management for youth at risk. Thank you, Professor. Thank you. 